episode of Music the Lifeblood where we usually like to do something old, something new. I'm your very humble host, Dustin. This week, we're deviating from Music the Lifeblood's established trajectory. Why? Because we want to talk about a very exciting tour that was just announced. Stick around because badassness is going to ensue. But first, I want to let you know that this episode of Music the Lifeblood is brought to you by my favorite Midwestern record store, Indie CD and Vinyl, located in the mega happening Broad Ripple neighborhood of Indianapolis, Indiana at 806 Broad Ripple Ave. They've got stacks of wax, punk stuff that'll whip your ass, crazy insane metal, weird dance music, agro hip-hop, and tons more. Check them out at Indie CD and Vinyl on Facebook and Twitter, and step in if you're in the Indianapolis area. I have literally never had a bad experience in this store. It is absolutely badass. Indie CD and Vinyl, where the music is at. Now, that all said, let's get to the show. Big Jake, what are we talking about? We're talking about an interesting tour coming up. (laughs) (laughs) With the Slayer and the Behemoth. And the Lamb of God. The Slayer. <laughs> the Slayers. The, no, just the, the Slayer. <laughs> the Lamb of God. The Behemoth and the Lamb of God. And the Behemoths. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, big uh, big 2017 summer tour. Summer tour now. Yeah. Very topical for the Music the Lifeblood podcast. Yeah, it is, right? Usually we talk about Kiss and Eddie Murphy from 1985. <laughs> but. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Off the cuff thoughts. Okay. Off the cuff thoughts. What's important about this tour? Um, I will tell you. Oh, well, fuck me. Okay, what's important? I will tell you. In a world where the Mayhem Festival is no longer relevant, yes, this has potential to fill that void. For one, maybe two years, though. Because if these th- same three bands are doing it every year, that shit's going to get boring. Because if it's the summertime and it's the United States, Slayer is surely on the road. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Oh, how sweaty they are! They are they are the ones dra- dragging around the, uh, the the big four thrash memorial library. Right. They're the ones dragging <laughs> it around. Go check out the <laughs> the metal ambassadors, the agro ambassadors episode if you want to get that joke. So, okay, so yeah, big summer tour announcement. Yes. Um, some very very relevant bands when it comes to credibility weird within the aggressive music scene. Weird that they're together. Like I'd yeah. like to know how that got started. So Slayer, Lamb of God, and Behemoth, the Mighty Behemoth. Yeah. Yes. Interesting combo. Yeah. And my guess there would probably be a couple of small openers. It's a great combo. But it's definitely an odd choice. Do you know what would make that tour even better? Dragon Force. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it would not be them. I'm going to say Goat Whore. Literally, you can't, they can't do wrong right now. They can't? They can't do wrong right now. Easily, easily one of my... It's interesting. Goat Whore to me is I don't pay enough attention to them. Yeah. But I constantly have on my list of things to do. Goat whore. Somewhere around like yeah. 23, 24 <laughs> the on the list. The one you never get to down at the bottom. Listen to more goat whore. Yeah. I literally just last night had a friend stop at my house at like late, like 2 a.m. late. Whoa. Yeah. And he was like, I just got back from a White Chapel concert. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, White Chapel was whatever. Goat whore played. He's like, goat whore is amazing. <laughs> yeah. That just happened like literally last night. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Always relevant. The goat All right. Whore. So that's the meat of the show. Yeah. Now, before we jump into that, comment crossfire coming your way. Comment Crossfire. Comment Crossfire. Comment Crossfire. All right, we've got uh, we've got a comment from the Facebook. From the Facebook. From the um, Music the Lifeblood Facebook. About okay. uh, about a week ago, week and a half ago, okay. we asked our lovely viewers to listeners. Excuse me, we don't. You know, I guess we have some viewers. We too. have viewers. YouTube, YouTube, yeah. Yeah. We asked our lovely Facebookies <laughs> to. Well. well, 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 well. Mm-hmm. The Music the Lifeblood 
Ultra Mega got, Militia. Yeah, you're right. Excuse me. How dumb that, me. that is their official name. Anyway, we asked on Facebook to um, give us your best and worst lyrics for last week's episode. And um, <clears throat> one man in particular goes by. Let's call him JB. Let's call him JB for now. <laughs> um, his worst lyrics were... Well, he says, literally anything ever written by that retarded fuckhead Ivan Moody, such as, I'm so fed up with everyone around me, no one seems to care. I'm just so far gone and nothing's going to change. I'll never be the same. It's always, it's always do this, do that, everything that everything they want to. I don't want to live that way. No, in parentheses. Every chance they get, they're always pushing me away. And then he goes on to say, he writes lyrics. Well, there was, there was a little bit of back and forth, wasn't there? I mean, I'm not even done with the first comment. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. And Keep he goes going. on Keep to going. say, he writes lyrics like a handicapped 13-year-old. Ooh. 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 Which we responded, does Ivan even write their lyrics? I would be surprised if he did. I would have figured it would have been Sultan or Jason. He says, nope, it's Notoriously Ivan. That motherfucker takes Floyd Mayweather reading classes. <laughs> he goes on. Also, he's a bitch. A whiny bitch who can't hold his liquor. I stepped to that bitch back when he was in Moto Grader and came at me running his mouth. I put him in his place and walked his punk ass right back to his door van. Just like a little punk bitch he is. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather yeah. reading classes. I, can't. I don't even have to write a thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, Mr. JB, yeah. just wrote he wrote a thing better than I could have. Okay, okay, all right. Let me get this straight before we have no way to substantiate or corroborate this. That's, this is not our opinion. This, I mean, it's our this opinion. This is literally but. a comment posted onto the Music the Lifeblood Facebook. So, um. Noteworthy? Absolutely noteworthy. <laughs> Let's get this man on the show. Noteworthy. That is some like he, he could write for SNL. So like, rough. It is the best. All right, so Yowzer. Okay, all right. Not much of a crossfire. He just kind of did the work for me. <laughs> I just had to read it. Is all I had to do. Thank you, JB, and your yeah. contributions. Please keep them coming. Step up the ante. Let's keep. Instant. Let's see what kind of bullshit you could spit out. Instantly, instant regret doing this. <laughs> I'm also really glad that we're not the only ones who really hate Five Finger Death. I just can't do it. I can't do it. Nope. I can't. It's like kryptonite. It is the. It is the epitome of the anti Viagra. It is the epitome of butthole radio rock. That's what it is. It's the epitome of like radio metal. Okay. Yeah. Clear like, channel. I call it clear channel metal. I call it well because clear channel occasionally will play some decent shit. It's just like you're not getting anything heavier than that on the radio. Like people who listen to the radio think Lincoln Park's metal. Totally. Like I know people who think Linkin Park is super heavy and then I played them something and they're like it's just noise like it's just no it's not <laughs> you think you like Linkin you, Park you should check out the locust yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> no it's like they it's like they, they drank the Kool-Aid they right. they are they are neck deep in what the radio tells them is, right. is metal. No, we can't. Good. We can't. You know, everybody. Everybody comes to the party and absolutely in one door or the other. But let whether those... they whether they come in through the basement, the bathroom window, the front door, or the back door, they get into the party somehow. It's up to us to make those bands be doorway to, gateway bands to show them where the real action yeah, is. Yeah, it's their. It's their. They could come in however they want, but they're if they show up through in through the window in a five year death punch shirt. I'm going to use my five fingers and grab them and throw them into the basement where the metal is. <laughs> gateway. It's gateway. Gateway bands. Gateway bands. But I will, I will say this. I will say this because, I mean, obviously the term, the term, you know, hipsters yeah, is yeah. going to get thrown around. I mean, we are a little snotty. Are you kidding me? We're like, and, we're like imperialists, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, you know... 
Rising Tide raises all ships. Absolutely. So with, without Five Finger Death Punch, maybe they take out, you know, a, fuck, I don't know, a Battlecross. They Would take you? Battlecross out on the road. That's going to expose Battlecross to yep. a lot of, uh, of bigger audiences. So, Who are you more, quote-unquote, offended by? You show up to a show. Right. A gentleman comes in in a Five Finger Death Punch shirt. Right. Or the gentleman comes in in a baby metal shirt. I know my answer. The five finger death. Punch. Yeah, like yeah, hands yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I literally can't. I don't think I've ever seen someone at a venue in a five finger death puncher. My eyes didn't roll into the back of my head. <laughs> like, <laughs> just. We started the show talking a bunch of shit. I mean, it's, it's always interesting. When it I goes don't think that anyone who listens to this sh- to listens to this show is unfamiliar with our distaste for right, five finger right. death I just, punch. I, it's funny. <laughs> this is how the episode's gonna go. I mean, stop. It'll get better. Stop right now. It'll get better. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Um, okay. All right. So, comment crossfire. <laughs> okay. All right, let's take a quick break. Yeah. Let's. After we take a break, we'll come back in. We're going to talk about this Slayer Lamb of God behemoth tour. Let's do it. Are you on Facebook? I bet you probably lay in bed for hours mindlessly scrolling through bullshit being posted by people that you hardly know and probably don't care about. Well, break up the monotony of a bunch of dumbasses whining about shit you don't care about and go like Music the Lifeblood on Facebook. That way, you can get some meaningful metal, hardcore, and punk rock shit in your news feed. Facebook.com backslash of these three bands what are you who are you most who am i most who are you most excited about i was actually just thinking about this earlier because i'm not sure i've never seen slayer but i don't think i care to i hear they're kind of boring these days but the name attached is so heavy like right. there's such there's so much gravitas there that- slayer, i mean slayer's never ju- you know like Kerry king's not gonna jump off of the drum riser no i'm not really I mean? expecting him to like but like it's just or i don't know it's it's one of those things where it's i don't know i expect i'm i guess from an act that old with that much emphasis behind the name sure. i expect a little bit more um now granted i never seen it myself that's all hearsay um i love lamb of god i think lamb of god's fucking awesome true and I bet Behemoth puts on a hell of a show. So. Yeah, I, I don't think uh, Behemoth has never been like they're like Slayer. They're not yeah. uh, mo- most of most of the energy is just channeled into the the brutality of the music. And and same thing with Lamb of God too. It's not. I mean, I mean, there's some headbanging. Randy Blythe runs around a whole bunch. Randy does run around a lot. He's very mobile. So I think. Honestly, honestly, I've never seen I've never seen Lamb of God live. Me either. Um, now I've watched that Philadelphia DVD a yeah. shit ton. I always watch them, you know, like the Hummer Festival feeds that yeah, are on yeah. YouTube. I always check them out, and I think I, I want to hear them live. Yeah. I, I want to hear the full force of of that sound. The 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 boom of Chris Adler's drumming wanna, over a, over a massive PA. I want to be able to smell the whiskey and camouflage. Right. <laughs> I mean, those are our people. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> it's like front. I made a front row at a Lamb of God concert. You're just like, what is that? It just smells like the South in here. <laughs> it's camo cargo shorts. Camo cargo shorts. <laughs> Black band whiskey. t-shirts. Like, it's like is that, is that man skinning a deer? <laughs> 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 I think you know that the southern element, the the southern sort of oh, it's um, definitely strong. It rolls yeah. off of the guys in Lamb of God too. I just thought it was funny. Um, Cancer Slug reference. Yeah. So when uh, uh when my my wife and I went to see Cancer Slug a couple years ago, yeah. here in Indianapolis, my wife had never seen. You know what I mean? I talk about him, but I've never been like, yeah, yeah. here's a picture of Alex. He's cute. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I've never <laughs> ne- never done that. But yeah, yeah. Um, my wife. Uh, she's from Atlanta. Yeah. She grew up in the South. And uh, the f- the moment she saw Alex walk through the venue, she turned to me and uh, she said, he's got the slow roll like a Southerner. Slow roll? What does that mean? <laughs> you got to be from the South to get it. I guess, I, man. I, I thought it, to me, it made me go, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, I literally yeah. was sitting in the venue and I did that, and it, I thought it was neat. But anyway, 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 the southern thing that Lamb yeah, God yeah. Have it, they have it in in you know in vast amounts. Spades, yeah, spades. Uh, okay, okay. So Behemoth. Yeah. Okay, I think um, Behemoth are one of the bands that. Um, Behemoth are really interesting because I think they're one of the ones that not necessarily they push, they're they're pushing the sort of blackened death metal, yeah, you know, extreme metal sort of edges of the ballpark. Um, I don't think they're, you know, really kind of pushing it forward, mm-hmm. um, or or ex- in an exploratory sense, I'll yeah, say yeah, that. Yeah. But I do think they're they're helping move the genre along to bigger things. I think the current black metal like comeuppance, I guess this this kind of black metal generation we're coming into. Right. You can like put a feather in their hat for Yeah. You definitely push yes. this. Yes. And just, I think just honestly, even if it's just because of the corpse paint. Because musically I don't think they sound super black metal. I think they sound very death metal. But Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. I think I think on. it's they get they they have black metal like overtones. I'm not saying they're just strictly death metal, right. but it's definitely I feel like it's it's definitely more of the the tone like the tone of like the albums and stuff, sure. like the art and everything. Sure. And sure. then the corpse paint really like so that's what really pushes the black metal edge right. of that. If I do. You didn't know, have the corpse paint. I don't think we'd ever even bring up the fact that they're black metal. Yeah, I disagree. Really? Yeah, I disagree. If you go all the way back to what is it, um, Sven Tavith? Sven Tavith. I'm not even going to try. Sven Tavith. So, okay, yeah. I'm trying real hard to say it right. S V E N T E V I T H. So Sven Tavith. I think so. Yeah. Okay, I think that was the uh, quote unquote first official Behemoth release, and yeah. it's very, in, in my opinion, it's very of its time second wave black metal. Okay. To where I think you could you could go. Okay, they like Immortal. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I've heard Venom once or twice. Uh, right. Right. <laughs> and. You know, but the, but there's little things here and there, like they were doing some little acoustic guitar interludes yeah. and stuff like that. But because these guys are also musicians, like yes, there's a lot yes. of times yes. in I hate to say this, there's a lot of times in the black metal movement that we're experiencing. It's just they just want to plug into the biggest stack they can and just chainsaw like power chords. A lot of times, wait. So wait, yeah. I, th- I think it's time for us to draw the line in the sand. Oh. Yes. Okay. I do. You know, many, many, many hours of thought okay. went into this. And I was going to, you know, I was going to pose it to the music, the lifeblood, the, the three of us, the, the, the chat yeah. that we have. Yeah, yeah, I think it's time to start giving it a name. And I think it's time to start using some uh, consistent language. For... The black gaze movement. Black gaze? Yes. That could be spelled uh, with a Y-S and be really confusing. B-L-A-C-K-G-A-Z-E. <laughs> yeah, black but gaze. I mean... Oh, I get what you're saying. Gaze. Why would I even go there? Why would I even... Why is that even... This thing could be very confusing based on the, what the, the, the discussion you were having. Right, okay. Why? What? <laughs> I just thought it was funny. You just you. made everything dirty. I just made it funny. Okay, um, all right. The Black Gaze Movement, which, yeah, which I we're think... We're going to call it. We got it. Death, I mean, Heaven, Wolves in the Throne No, room, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm Oath saying breaker. there's got to be a better, a better way to, pr- to pose it's, that. It's shoegaze mixed with black, black metal. metal. That's what yeah. it is. That's that's exactly what it is. Yeah, you're right. I guess so. So I do think, there's, obviously, there's a strong component of black metal. Absolutely. But yeah. there's also a very strong component of shoegaze. Absolutely. You don't arrive at... Black Black shoes. Black shoes. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Um, You don't arrive at Oathbreaker without Mayhem and Godspeed You uh, Black Emperor. Yeah. No, it just just doesn't work. It doesn't work. um, Which, by the way, my wife has officially discovered Oathbreaker. Oh, wow. Yes, she was dancing to it in the living room. What? (laughs) I showed her the video. I was like, like, baby, check this out. She she just stood. I I can tell when she's something catches her. Yeah. She just stood there in front of the TV for about a foot and a half away from the TV, just like <laughs> oh oh mesmerized. Yeah. And she was making salsa, and she had a she had something she was using to making the salsa held in one hand. Yeah. Dripping on the floor <laughs> the entire time. That didn't matter because the video was so it was mes- good. It was you were so in. mesmerizing. Yeah. So I know I caught something good, but um. 
black gays. Yeah, yeah. So I'm down. I'll when take it, it. When it comes to behemoth, when it comes to behemoth, if we want to split genre hairs, because that's implicitly repi- implied in the yeah, yeah, in the music, yeah. the lifeblood modus operandi. To me, behemoth is blackened death metal. Yeah, I'll buy that. So. Um, but not the entirety of the catalog is black metal, but not the entirety of the catalog is is death metal. Yeah. I think the the death metal element, in my opinion, really, really started to creep in on Thelema 6, mm-hmm. um, which is like two early 2000s. I don't know when they were released. But uh, but I think like by the time they got to... Di- it was Zoskia, Cult... Thelema 6, Zoskia, Cultus, and then Demigod. I think it was very painfully apparent by the time demigod yeah on on that album and i yeah. think that's kind of like the the modern this modern mo- sound. modern yeah. behemoth sound is that's when it was kind of they sealed the deal with it so i i don't know i my i have you know i have high hopes for this absolutely because be i think really uh, cool yeah the void the void left by mayhem no longer being a May- thing yeah and Ozfest is no longer a thing no Ozfest. So, summer slaughter still around <clears throat> but it's usually not as big right as the other two it's usually much smaller venues has megadeth done a gigantor i don't even know what that is because it's never really gigantic hmm then probably not <laughs> <laughs> which i mean we'd have to check but it seems like to me the gigantor is always more techie Bands, yeah. you know. I mean, Summer I mean, Slaughter. Megadeth are the headliners, so I mean, it's not. like... Summer Slaughter has been like killing it the last. Yeah. At least I don't remember Summer Slaughter last year, but I right. know like the last like four years before that, like Summer Slaughter was insane every year. Like sure. the, la- the last time I went was the Faceless between the Buried and Me, Periphery, Goat Horror, uh, Veil of Maya, uh, Within the Ruins. There was just like just one after another after another after another after another of just right. incredible shows. Right. So we, it's. I mean, obviously, we're talking about the um, the sort of pulse of aggressive music. Yeah. The the pulse of whether <coughs> tours are successful or not. Yeah. Because that last Mayhem Festival was notoriously not successful I mean, low turnout it was so like bad that. in indie that they allowed everyone to set in the pavilion because yeah. there were so few people yeah and like the pavilion only holds what like four or five hundred at the most the pavilion yeah i'd say probably four thousand in the in just the pavilion yeah i don't think so man it's more than 500 is it yes okay. dear the the verizon or whatever the hell it's called it's now, clips it, it seats it seats. It seats thousands. It, but it like, seats fifteen. The lawn is so huge. The lawn though. is huge, but I would say no less than four thousand. Okay. The, either way, the, the whole the whole pavilion was not. You even, have you have some sort of depth perception issue. I think I just because this has came up before. No, I think I just don't realize that. But small like crowd numbers are always off for me. Like I'll be like, yeah, it was a good show. There was like sixty people there, and they'll right. be like, there was like twenty people there. What are you talking about? And I'm like. I don't. It's because uh, you're big. Crowd sizes you know always I mean? just throw me off. I mean, really I mean, bad. Just imagine if you and I went to Tokyo. Oh, we'd be huge. We would be, we'd be literally. We'd be bigger than the sumo wrestlers, and those are the biggest guys right. there. Godzilla, <laughs> bearded Godzilla. Why Godzilla? <laughs> oh, racial stereotypes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, um. But uh, but yeah, I just I don't I think it's just I just have a I don't think it's a depth perception problem. I think it's a I always think groups will be way larger than you know, they are. You know, I feel it, like a hundred people should be a huge group, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> you know what it is? Huh? You know what it is? It's you fucking staring at TV screens playing video <clears throat> games for hours and hours. Is that what it has, is? Has screwed with your with your crowd comprehension. I don't think that's the case because the games i play are 30 years old <laughs> well god no wonder they're probably burning out your retinas straining to no, straining to understand what you're I looking feel, at i always feel like crowds should be bigger than they are like if i see right. 100 people and i'm like that's like 40 people i'm like no it's like 100 people right. so i use that as a scale <laughs> so like okay if i think that's that much it must be this much right. i'm assuming that has like 500 people and they're like it's like four thousand. it's like god damn it i just can't win yeah, so. the pavilion seats a lot. Man. I want to know about this. Yeah. What I want to know about this tour is who's headlining. Is Slayer headlining? You know, I was kind of wondering that <laughs> myself. Are those going to rotate? Maybe I. Uh, I don't know. 
But, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like... I feel like in the grand scheme of things, because of history, mm-hmm. Slay- I mean Slayer. But but yeah. I think but I think but the but, Lamb of God's huge. Yeah, and that's what I would say. I yeah. would I would think that Lamb of God probably pulls bigger audiences. Do you, do you think this is a past, present, future kind of thing we're looking at here? Like that's how the idea came around. Because I, I don't know. You have one, as soon as I as is. soon as I saw those three names, I was like, okay, past is Slayer. The present is Lamb of God, and the future is this black metal movement we're experiencing. So right. that would be the beam of the be like the future. I yeah, guess. well, I mean, whoever the promoter is that put the put the package together, because yeah. if I had to guess, it probably wasn't the bands. Probably not. Um, no, it's got to be a promoter. Somebody decided to do it, and I mean, whoever does most of the shows, you know, there's one promoter that handles a lot of metal shows down south. Another one that does things probably in the LA area. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You have a bunch of different promoters <clears throat> regionally and stuff like that. But my guess would be, I mean, you look at it on paper and you go, that'll draw a lot of people. That's going to be a you know, big show. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Slayer hasn't, at least it doesn't seem like to me, Slayer hasn't feel, I feel like, I mean, I haven't looked at their tour dates or anything online, but they, they haven't saturated the market. No. And I think that was, one of the reasons why Mayhem failed that last time around, because Slayer was one of the headliners for it, and they had just been through six months ago. They also have been headliners for that particular tour for like three years. Yeah, yeah. like that was the that's why Mayhem died was because they were booking the same bands right. every year. Well, no, they had that the, King Diamond Slayer. Miss May I was on there. I mean, we'd have to look at the the line. But I'm pretty sure Slayer was still there as right. a headliner. I want to look at this up. Go for quick, it because it's. Because the first year I went to Mayhem, which was the first year of Mayhem. So is that 2015? For the first year? Yeah. Or the last... 2015, yeah, for the last year. Yeah, 2015. The first year was like 2007 or 2008. Uh, the first year I went, it would, the headliners were Slipknot, Disturbed, Dragon Force, and Mastodon. Okay, here we go. And it was fantastic. <clears throat> Slayer, headlining, uh, King Diamond, Hell Yeah, Devil Wears Prada. Sorry, I got windows popping up. You're good. Or not. That's a concerned look. I got it. Okay. So I want to get 100 windows pop up. <laughs> Slayer, King Diamond, Hell Yeah, The Devil Wears Prada. Um, and then on the Victory Record stage, looks like Whitechapel headline. Die Art is Murder, Jungle Rot, Sister Sin, Sworn In, Shattered Sun, uh, Feeder to the Sharks, Code Orange, and then Kissing Candace. So, I mean, the second stage... You know how second stage was pretty good. Yeah, but yeah. it's not going to draw people in. I mean, that was, I, I, I think probably probably the mistake there is yeah, Slayer would probably bring in a hell of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But King, the combination King of King Diamond, not. Hell Yeah, and the Devil Wears Prada—that's not a good combination. The Devil Wears Prada is kind of—I don't want to say outdated, but they've not done much lately. Right? They have a very specific mid-aughts sound. Sure, sure, um, sure. I love King Diamond. You love King Diamond. Yeah, but not King everyone Diamond, loves King Diamond. King Diamond he's not a pull. Yeah, he should have. They could have put the, like House hell of, yeah above of, King Diamond. House of Blues, the Metro in Chicago. Yeah, you know, big theaters is where yeah. King Diamond belongs. Festival stage. I just don't think like especially if it was during daylight hours, King Diamond's not going to work on Mayhem. Well, he's headliner right below Slayer, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, it would have been nighttime. It would have been. It would have been like 9 o'clock. time is the right time. Anyway, this was a bad combination. This was a bad... That was a bad show. And I a think bad choice. the market was saturated, especially when it comes to Slayer, because they had been touring so much. I just think... The yeah. first year I went to Mayhem was... I liked it so much because there was such a variety. <clears throat> Even on the main stage, you had Slipknot and Disturbed, which I don't really care for. Right. But Slipknot puts on a hell of a show. You can't... Slipknot. You can't fucking say Slipknot does not put on a hell of a show. We need to do a Slipknot episode. For sure. Uh, Disturbed also puts on a hell of a show. Incredibly talented dudes. He's a huge... Vocalist is a huge asshole. But... And then Dragon Force, before that, oh, I fucking... I wonder why you feel that way. No, hang on. Dragon Force, which is like weird extreme power metal. Before that, you have Mastodon, which is like... That was like the what album just came out? What album were they touring on? I can't even remember, but it was like stoner doom, like fuck yeah, rock metal. Like what is like what even is Mastodon? But like right there, you have three different genres on the main stage. Okay, Mayhem 2014. Yeah, Avenged Sevenfold, Corn, okay. Asking Alexander, I went to this Trivium. One. I went to this one. That's a good pull. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, cold cock. Yeah. Cold cock stage. Whatever. Cold cock's delicious. Fuck. Okay. All right. Good luck with that. <laughs> uh, Cannibal Corpse, Suicide Silence, Miss awesome. May I, Mushroom Head, yeah. uh, Tex- Texas Hippie Coalition, King 810. Uh, I could tell you Texas Hippie Coalition surprised me because I was at that show. Yeah. Uh, they were really weird, but they put on a hell of a show and they were very entertaining. Scourge! Scourge of Fire! <laughs> That's not Texas Hippie Coalition. But Cannibal Corpse was great. I told that story on the show before. Right? Yep. I went and was everyone was, I loved it more. Everybody who was around me was so upset that I was watching Cannibal Corpse. Uh, Vale Maya was also at that show and they killed it. Yeah. Body count, Ponder Burning Body. <laughs> body count was so good. I forgot about that. Wow, 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 wow. There goes the neighborhood. No, they did. They did fuck the police and it was awesome. And yep. like, he, he had an improvised line in one of the songs. He was like, fuck the police. I play one on TV. Fuck the police. <laughs> it was really <laughs> funny. Um, and All right, here. Okay, wait. Let's Liquor just... Babies was bad. Ooh. Uh, was it Falling in Reverse? Is that who was there? Okay. Uh, no, it was Motionless and White. They were real bad, too. All right, 2008. Yeah. Slipknot, Disturbed, Dragon Force, Mastodon, Machine Head, Airborne, Five Finger, Walls of Jericho, uh, Under Oath, Black Tide, Suicide, Silence, 36 Crazy Fists. Yeah. And The Red Cord. Okay. All right, so there's that. That's Suicide, Silence, and The Red Cord put on a hell of a show that year, as did... Uh, Okay. Uh, Black Tide surprisingly put on a hell of a show too. Yeah, they were good at yeah. one point. Yeah, they were. Um, 2009, Manson, Slayer, Kill Switch, Bullet for My Valentine, Mushroom Head, Trivium, All That Remains, God Forbid, Cannibal Corpse, Behemoth, Job for a Cowboy, Black Die, and then White Chapel. Did I? I don't think I went. I feel like I went to that one, but I don't remember seeing Black Dahlia. All right. I feel like I would well. Okay. What we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna look at this over time. Okay. Uh, 2010, Corn, Rob Zombie, Lamb of God, Avenged Sevenfold. We're only on two dates. Five Finger Death Punch, Atreyu, Norma Jean, In This Moment, Three Inches of Blood, uh, Hatebreed, Chimera, Shadows Fall, Winds of Plague. That's the one I really wanted to go to I didn't get to because I really wanted to see Three Inches of Blood and I had to work. Aw, poor yeah, Jake. I was, I'm still really upset that I never got to see Three Inches of Blood. <laughs> okay. All right, 2011, Disturb, Godsmack, Megadeth, Death Clock. Oh, shit. Machine Head, Trivium, In Flames, Testament, Suicide Silence, All Shall Paris, Straight Line Stitch, The uh, Athearchists, uh, Trivium, Unearth, Kingdom of Sorrow, Red Fang. I mean, the I mean, whether you like them or not, Godsmack would have pulled a lot of people. Absolutely. <clears throat> All right, 2012, Slipknot, Slayer, Motorhead, um, Devil Wears Prada, As They Lie Dying, Asking Alexandria, Anthrax, Whitechapel, Upon a Burning Body, Betraying the Martyrs, uh, Silver Tongue, uh, Upon a Burning Body, I the Breather, Betraying the Martyrs. They're on the, okay, they're on another one. Okay. All right. Um, I didn't realize Cannibal Corpse had played there so often. Okay, 2013, Rob Zombie, Five Finger, Mastodon, Amon Marth, Machine Head, Job for a Cowboy, Butcher Babies, Battlecross, Huntress, Children of Bodom, Amir, Born of Osiris, Motionless and White, Some Attica, Seven, Throw Attica. into Exile. Was that 2014 or 15? Oh, Attica. Why did I was say that 14 it? or 15? Attica. That was, uh, uh, that was 2013. Uh, 2014, Eventful, Sevenfold Corn, Asking Out, Janet Trivian, Suicide Silence, Cannibal Corpse, Miss May I Mushroom, Teps, Texas Hippie Collision. So, Mushroom had also put on a hell of a show, but they were awful. Right. When you, when you look at the last year of it, it's kind of the same show every year. Well, not necessarily. I just don't think you don't have an Avenged Sevenfold or a, you know, a Five Finger Death Punch or a. I mean, like that massive Rob Zombie, or yeah. you know what I mean. You don't have that massive band to be able to draw a lot of stuff. Slayer is a big band, but Slayer is a very niche audience that hasn't gotten any radio play. The thing, yeah. the thing yeah. about Avenged Sevenfold, Rob Zombie, Corn, they're on the radio. They're on yeah. classic terrestrial FM radio, and yeah. that's you know. So I think it's. I mean, it is what it is when it comes to the downfall of it. I don't know if Kevin Lyman was managing the last year because he's no the same idea. guy that does. Um, the Warp Tour. So, I mean, I don't know, but um, I could have swore Kevin had a big deal to do with it because there was a lot of back and forth about him saying that metal got old and fat. And I remember that, yeah. Specifically making a comment about Kerry King, I think. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think Kerry King's fat, though. I don't think Kerry King's fat either. I think he's yeah. just a stout, stout man. He's a large dude, yeah. Stout. No shame. Yeah. I mean, tell mm. that shit to Gene Hoagland. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Anyway, anyway, you can see, you know, you can see kind of where things went wrong. Yeah, yeah. As much as we all love King Diamond, probably not. A He's, good not, a draw. He's, He's not, a draw. not a draw. He's not a draw. Yeah. You know, but um, like I said earlier, you know, Five Finger Death Punch can take out like a band like Battlecross. Corn can take out a, you know, Death Cones can take out Ghost. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. any number of things. So. You know, I have high hopes for what this tour. I don't think it's going to revolutionize, you know, aggressive no, music no, no. touring, you know, at any point. But um, I have high hopes for it, especially in the sense that I think you were right, you know, past, current, future. I think it's a thing. really cool idea. And if they didn't plan this tour with that idea in mind, mm-hmm. then it kind of worked out that way anyway. Right. But the weird thing is, Behemoth has been around longer than Lamb of God. Yeah, but they're 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 pushing that that future, like the the, sure. the upcoming black metal movement right. that we're experiencing. I think it's. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, Slayer, Lamb of God, uh, Death Heaven probably wouldn't have worked as well. <laughs> well, that would have been amazing. That would have been amazing, but it wouldn't have worked as well. That would have been hilarious to see the Slayer fans. I love pelting Death Heaven with sod. I love <laughs> when. Like shows are specifically like you see the lineup and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like I, those are my favorite right, shows right. when just bands go out together who have no reason to go on together. Like <laughs> you, you have no business being here, my, <laughs> and it's gonna my, be great, sir. I don't think you belong here. <laughs> I think so. Who's the who's the who's Who's the standout band? You know what I mean. Who's who's yeah. the one that's going on this one? Yeah, who's gonna who's gonna kill? Honestly, I think it's gonna be Behemoth. I do too. I really do think yeah. it'll be Behemoth. I think, if, especially if they if they turn on the the theatrics that they can have that Slayer and Lamb of God can't. Yeah, like their music supplies like pour the fake blood, bring out the goat heads, like do. <laughs> Do the whole thing, right, like right. really sell it, right? Yeah, I think it was funny. I was listening to um, their the uh, slaying the prophets of 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 Isa. I think that's I think that's how you say it. Um, I think it's on the apostasy apostasy. Yeah, saying it right? I hope I'm saying it right. I want to get it. Behemoth's got the lingo. They got they got the the, got the, the European they got the, <laughs> lingo going. They got the lingo that Norse lingo. They got, they got the lingo that's it's hard to keep up with. But I remember the I remember the, I was listening to that the other day and I was thinking about the first time I'd ever heard it and I just yeah. went whoa yeah you know this is going to be amazing because I I saw yeah. Behemoth physically like just them as people before I heard them <laughs> and I saw them in like a picture and was like. I'm not going to like that. <laughs> That's going to be. <laughs> and, then my, and then my buddy. Nur- Nurgle's voice. It's, it's deep. Yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah. And then someone showed it to me and I was like, this is great. Who's this? Like, this is Behemoth. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was way wrong. Right. I need to get listen to some fucking Behemoth. It's, uh, yeah, there's definitely a a death element. Because if he had the it. black metal vocals, I would not, I can't handle black metal vocals, yeah. generally speaking. Yeah. The, it was real voicey and raspy. It's like, you're, you're going to be 30. You're not going to be able to talk. Like, there's no way that's good on your if throat. You do it right. There, that is a hard sound to do, do right. You do it the right way. You do it the right way. I can't, I can't scream it. It boggles my mind. All right, let's take a break. Okay. Hey, what's up, motherfucker? This is Dustin from Music the Lifeblood. Are you on Instagram? Do you like that shit? Well, guess what? So is Music the Lifeblood. Just search Music the Lifeblood. You can check out pictures of my record collection, and you're going to get random pictures of Haggis the Wonder Mutt, the official Music the Lifeblood dog. All right, Instagram. Fuck yeah. Music the Lifeblood. Presumably, we're going to have an opener. 
You think so? Yeah. So yeah. who's who's the perfect opener for this tour? I know who I, I guess if you just had to pick one and it not be Dragon Force. I wouldn't I would not pick Dragon Force for this tour. <laughs> um, who who are, what labels are these guys signed to? I know who. All the big 3. La- the Lama Gods on um I don't know. Uh, uh, uh shit. You're on the same label as Meatloaf. <laughs> I just forget. <laughs> epic. We're on Epic. Okay. Right. Um, Got it. I don't, uh, I don't know about Slayer. I think Behemoth, Behemoth is Metal Blade. I think. Maybe. And Slayer is... I have no idea what Slayer is on They probably anymore. have their own thing by now. I well, I mean, know. I know who I'd like to see open for this band. Who? I <laughs> Shameless. would love Shameless to see... Shameless Jake discovered a new band. I did. Literally, I last <laughs> night. Would love to see Necromancing the Stone open for these bands. <laughs> they're on Metal Blade. Is it a good, fucking it, sick. Is it a good fit, though? Musically, yes. Vocally, no. But I think it'd add a nice contrast. Sure. Um, I mean, there are a lot of bands I'd like to see open for a tour this big to get like a lot of promotion. Hmm. But, quote-unquote, will it fit? Because I'd love to see like Protest the Hero open for these guys yeah, and get yeah, like a whole bunch of notoriety. Um, you gotta find the right band for this. Battlecross would be a good fit. Um, a thrash band, I think. Ba- Battlecross would be a real good fit. Yeah. Um, a smaller band that would still bring a crowd that would fit would be Black Dahlia. You throw Black Dahlia on there as an opener and See, you're bringing even more crowd. To me, Black Dahlia is probably at the same level as, you know... I'm a god? Behemoth? No, not quite there. I don't think they draw that much. But yeah, I don't think they're quite to either of those levels. Yeah, I think, yeah. Ju- well, just under. You want, I mean, you want a big opener. You yeah. want to bring people with yeah. your opener. Yeah, like, just, throw Black Dahlia on yeah, there. Probably um, just under Behemoth, if I had to guess. Um, yeah. It's hard to, you know, it's hard to say. Vector be cool. Vector would be cool, but um, I think they broke up, right? What? <laughs> well, somebody I was talking that. about. Anyway, what I was going to say was, yeah. I was going to say Nails. Oh fuck, that would be I cool. thought nails would be a really good fit for I don't think tour. they'd be a good fit, but I think it'd be dope. I think that's a really dope. that's a really different either genre. either nails or uh run DMC. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's run DMC is probably the heaviest the heaviest band. Fucking heavy. <laughs> Let's throw Aerosmith on there. Since Jam Master right. J died, they're really taking it in a new direction. <laughs> Uh, that's weird. It'd be, it'd be amazing. Like, if Run DMZ came out doing, like, some bad brain shit. You know what like I mean? Like, nine-string guitars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they'll do, uh, they'll do, still rap over it. What's that? There's a band that does that. They rap, like, they rap over, like, Gent basically. What Amir? Are they called? No, no, no. Like good rap. <laughs> good rap. Attila? No. no. <laughs> I gotta look it up. I gotta look it up. Fuck you, motherfucker. Why you gotta be that way? <laughs> uh, Hacktivist. They're called Hacktivist. Oh, okay. Hacktivist is pretty cool. They do the eight string Gent thing with just a bunch of groove, but they have two rappers for vocalists and they're actually really good. Right. It's pretty okay. It's like Linkin Park if they didn't suck. I got a game. Yeah? You ready? I'm ready. Okay, so in lieu of uh, of of all of the, oh my God, Lady Gaga's joining Metallica posts that I've are seen. Gonna, are we going to have a pop star open since, for this tour? Uh, since, since the uh, since post-Grammy, yeah. whatever you want to call it. I don't think that's actually happening, though. What so do you mean? If you click on a link, make sure you see if there's sources cited on it. <laughs> that's <laughs> probably the smartest thing to do. Yeah. Uh, hashtag fake news. Um. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, you can't see my face in, in audio, but the distaste was there. The distaste was strong with that comment. Uh, okay, okay, all right. So each of yeah. these bands, yeah. if you could add a uh, like a fifth or a fourth or or a sixth member for that's not metal for each of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it just can't be metal. Yeah. Who would you add to these bands? Eddie Murphy. <laughs> All three of them. He's t- he's doing three sets a night. <laughs> Party all the time. No, but uh Do you want to get any party? Do you want to get any blow would be relevant again. <laughs> right. Um, right. Um, so so I was thinking about it. I was actually okay. thinking about this. I was thinking about it. Um <laughs> 
And I, and I was I, the reason I was thinking about it was I was like, okay, Lady Gaga is a Metallica fan, but she's a really big Iron Maiden fan. Like she goes to Maiden shows. Oh, really? Like, and she's in the fucking crowd. She doesn't even like. I want special treatment. I no, just want to put on my nobody, shirt and be in the no, crowd. Nobody pesters her or anything. Like, hey, cause you know no one's I mean? gonna know who she is at yeah, yeah, a Maiden yeah, yeah. show. She just had a Maiden show jamming. Yeah. Um, and anyway, I I got to thinking about it. I was like, fuck. Well, who would who would who could we who could we throw in with Slayer? How could we Behemoth make this work? And, yeah. and I decided Behemoth. Lady Gaga could actually probably make it work. The same in Behemoth. Thing. Yeah. It, say what you want about her. Like I really do. I do think she's. I got respect some, Lady. She's got Lady some artistic Gaga. credibility. So. Um, but I couldn't figure out anybody for Slayer. Um, because what I thought was it would probably help if it was somewhere like they were all similar in age. Yeah. To David to- Hasselhoff. <laughs> hey man, in Germany, he's a big fucking deal. He's a pop star in Germany. I'm just saying, you see the, can't see the Hoff throwing down with right, Carrie King. Right, <laughs> right. See Harry, Harry, David Hasselhoff and Carrie King drunk. Laying on the floor, <laughs> both eating each eating, other's cheeseburger. Ooh, that hit a little, a little too close to home. Uh, that video, video was sad when you get into it. It's funny, but it's sad. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I thought about uh, John Mayer being in Land John of God. Mayer. I could see John Mayer being with Slayer. Like, you get really? Yeah, just because of the the legacy involved, I can see John Mayer because of his musicianship and right. his being because like, he's a good guitar. Yeah, player. being like I respect the shit out of Slayer because right. they're so good. I just think it'd be funny to see see John Mayer playing like a guitar solo next to like the Adler Brothers and yeah, and with Mark, like his Mark with Mort- his little Mort- like blue Telecaster. <laughs> yeah. No, he could shred it. He'd absolutely kill it. He would. He's I mean, damn yeah, good. It'd be funny to hear him just play a solo on Ruin. Fucking no, no distortion. <laughs> I will show you all that I have mastered. That'd be good. I feel like uh, I feel like for Lamb of God for some reason uh-huh. I want to see Katy Perry on stage with Lamb of God. <laughs> That's what I want. What that's what I want. Well, I'm, who fucking cares? What would she do? And then that's what that's what I got to thinking about. Like, what would they do? You know what I mean? Like, what would Lady Gaga do in Behemoth? Like, scream? Do you, do you just? I bet she can. Do you just stick a keyboard in front of her and give her a mic? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just yes. let her play the little orchestral part. Yeah. Oh god, that'd be fucking dope. Um, who would be a good fit? Because we're kind of gravitating towards ladies right now, and there's 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 male pop stars out the there. Majority of the pop stars, uh, yeah. But uh, I mean, Adam Lambert guy, dude, Adam Lambert would kill it with Behemoth because he's all about theatrics. Right, he would love right. that. Right, he also loves Kiss. Um, Heyo, yeah, he performed on American Idol with Kiss. Um, <sighs> pop stars, it's kind of hard. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. it's kind of it's not it's not easy. Let's put. Kesha with Lamb of God. Kesha, excuse me. Let's put Kesha with Lamb of God. Right? Yeah. That'd be fun. What would she do? Who cares? You know what I mean? Let her cover her face. Would she be be like the Boston from the Mighty Mighty Boston and (laughs) and just dance? Yeah, I mean, probably. Just skank the whole time? Yeah. Um, This is fun. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... I like games. I like this. I like we games. could have. We I could. Like we could probably throw like Bieber games. with with uh, Slayer as well. That's a bad idea. You're probably right. Let's throw Kim Kardashian with Slayer. See how well that goes. She sings. She, I mean, she tried. Did it was she? Real funny. Really? Oh, she had like one album, and it was just the hottest garbage. It was so bad. We have to review it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get it on vinyl. It'll be great. Uh no, no, more of this. More of this. This is fun. <laughs> um, I need more. Big Jake likes the pretend scenario. I do. I love right. it so much. It's, uh, I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think of like... One of the guys, uh, what's that What's that kid's name? Um, Zane. Zane? Yeah. I, I think he was I in... Zane. I think he was in One Direction. Oh, yeah. Let's throw the Jonas Brothers up there. Put the Jonas Brothers with, with Behemoth. Joey Fatone. Oh, shit. We yeah. Could, we could put him in Slayer. Yeah. He's big and burly. It'll work great. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. And he sings real well. He can just fucking put some gravel on it and sing some Slayer parts. God, that'd be awesome. Just be funny to see. Ready blood. <laughs> <laughs> From the last 
Let's go. Right, it's just Joey Fatone. I think just it'd be funny to see Joey Fatone just scream Auschwitz, the meaning of pain, the way that I want you to die. I I love when you find out that there are celebrities and other like pop stars and stuff who actually really like metal. Like I'd love. Yeah, it happens more. Out. It happens yeah. more often than not. It's because a lot of these people are musicians, and you have to respect the musicianship of metal. Right. Because what I personally have always said, the hardest two genres of music to play for instrument for instruments are classical and metal. Right. Because it it is taxing to do it well. Because I mean, you can be a mirror and just on one string, just open the whole time. Right. But those no one those bands have fans, but they don't get much respect. If you want to be a respected musician, those two genres are really hard <laughs> to compete in. Yeah, there's. I mean, yeah, there's absolutely some truth to that. The one I think it's, you know, whenever we see like a pop star wearing a metal, a metal shirt, shirt, yeah, how everybody Kanye does it all rah, the time. Rah, 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 everybody totally freaks out about yeah. it. I thought it was interesting. That's. Uh, I mean, we might as well talk a little bit about the Lady Gaga Metallica. Yeah, I mean, you're thing. Sure, whatever. I mean, yeah. might as well. Um, Alex Skolnick from uh, Testament had a bunch yeah. to say about it. I thought that was really interesting. He I bringing up the point, you know, like you know, we talked about like ear monitors and stuff like that. Yeah. Why why things go wrong? And yeah, stuff like yeah. That. But I, th- I thought that was interesting. But I'm all for the genre mixing of mainstream music. Mm-hmm. I love it. I've always had this idea. I have no way to do it because I don't have any money or pull. But I would love to see a television show. On like ABC or NBC, something probably it might be on Fox. Let's be honest, <laughs> but um, where they take two completely different genres of bands, like completely night and day, and give them a day or two days or three, however it would be, probably a week because they time lapse and shit to play each other's songs, right? And like see how well you can do it. And there'd be bands that would tank, and there'd be bands that would do awesome. And I want the first episode. <laughs> To be Cannibal Corpse right. and the Bare Naked Ladies, <laughs> and I want to know. I need to know. Right, right. Who? How could they pull that off? Because Corpse Grinder is not going to be singing. Right. And I don't think I don't know who he's in the vocalist is and Bare Naked Ladies anymore because it's not Steven anymore. It's the other guy. I don't think he's going to be doing any gutturals anytime soon. But then that's the fun of it because you get vocal coaches and shit to come in to teach these guys how to do this. This would be so fascinating. I want it. I it need is, it. That is a good idea. They do it the kind of on YouTube where they do they take bands and have them cover songs, but they do it in their own style. They do like they have they've had Guar on there twice. The first time with Odorous, and they did Carry On My Wayward Son. Mm-hmm. And the second time they did it with their new vocalist, the, both of them. When they had the guy and they had the they girl. Did, uh, West End Girls by yeah. the Pet Shop Boys, and it was awesome. Yeah, and I love that, and I would love to just see him do that. But you have to play it the way it's written. <laughs> like, you have to sell it. You have to do as it them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's an interesting idea. Yeah, I've always wanted to see that. Yeah. I'm all for like when I saw Lady Gaga and Metallica were doing stuff. I was like, that's the best. I think that uh, on YouTube you can find a mashup of uh, Lady Gaga, Judas, and Judas Priest, Painkiller. Mm-hmm. That it's it's probably one of the greatest things I've ever heard. There's also uh, Mashuga's Bleed and Paparazzi together, oh, really? and it's. So good. Uh, there's also Behemoth's uh, is it Blood of Blood and Fire or something like that. One of their big ones, mm-hmm. and it's with uh, another Lady Gaga song. Yeah, I which one it is? And yeah. it's, it's really cool. I, th- I think the best one I've heard that I've heard overall was Frankie Goes to Hollywood mixed with Iron Maiden's Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Oh shit! Yeah, it's it's like yeah, drop my jaw. Dude, I'm look up Bleed, Bleederazzi, man. Yeah, I'll have to check it's, it out. We give a Bleederazzi at the end of this episode. It's so good. Like, <laughs> just throw it at the end. Tack it on. It's cares? so good. Any, anyway, anyway. So what's um? So okay. So as far as this Slayer Lamb of God Behemoth uh, tour goes, yes. You know what's um? What do we hope for? I hope that this tour actually gets to finish its run because I can see egos coming into play and making it difficult, and that concerns me. Um. Really? Yeah, I really do. Because these are these are three bands who are used to headlining, and they're going to have to take it. Some, some, two of them are going to have to take a back seat, hmm. and that that. Can, see, I don't see that being an issue. I think I hope it happens. Most I hope of those people are very laid back. It's not like yeah. it's an Axl Rose situation. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I hope we start seeing more 
super group tours like this. Sure. We're like, just like these crazy, awesome, like big names all together that are on festivals that are a bitch to go to. Right. And yeah. That's what I was getting ready to say. Are the, uh, are we at a point now where the, where the, the, um, you know, the destination festivals as opposed to the, the roving tours. Yeah. Are the destination festivals still viable? At this point, I think so. I think you know. I don't think they'll ever go away completely. Like, Warp Tour still going strong. The difference, yeah, but that's that a tour. I mean, it's Warp, tour. it's a tour. Yeah, it's not Warp like tour. I'm I'm talking about like you know Milwaukee Metal Fest or New England. Oh, you mean or, single date yeah, fest? New England Death Fest or Coachella or yeah. South by Southwest? You know where all the shit is just happening in one spot and you got to go. There. It's three days and it's just there all weekend. And yeah. It's a, yeah, I mean. I love that idea. I've never actually been to one like that that was big enough. Right. I mean, I've done little weekend shows with Thorax, and we went to Minnesota and did the whatever that show was called now. It's been months. Um, and we we did uh, one that was in – we did Bachfest in Wisconsin. That's two days. But, like, I've never got to, been to, like, a real big one before. But that sounds just, like, the most fun. But I think for – the ease of things. Mm-hmm. I think it, tours are probably still going to be around. For are they, a while. Yeah, yeah. Are they still viable? Like and, tours and, still going strong. <clears throat> big, I'm talking big tours. Yeah. You know, yeah, big yeah. tours. Are we at a point now where we can have these big tours without Event Sevenfold, Rob Zombie, no. Corn? No. You know, those. Was, I think I think it's going to have to be. There is this, this was kind of a, a, special, a special case. These are three huge bands. Mm-hmm. Um, but can you imagine how much bigger it would be if that third band was Avenged Sevenfold? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this yeah. is going to be a big tour, but they're not going to sell out clips for this. This is going to be a a big Murat. A bit, well, they don't, that's kind of needs context. That's going to be, it's not going to be a, a stadium killer. It's going to be right. a large ballroom, a large ballroom kind of uh, situation. I would say the sheds and sheds and really big theaters things yeah, like that yeah, yeah. It's, <clears throat> it's not going to be like i said you're not going to sell out clips for slayer <laughs> Ma- almost a mastodon slayer lamb of god and behemoth like right. it's not going to happen hmm. i mean you could hold it there and you'd have a good turnout but you're not going to sell it you're not going to sell it completely out i mean really yeah with I as really, big as lamb of god is I, we look look at the example we have for mayhem with as big as slayer is mm-hmm. Because Slayer probably has more notoriety than Lamb of God does, just just based on time. Sure. If you go up to the strange on the street and say, "Do you know who Slayer is?" They're going to go, "Yeah." Um, still didn't bring a crowd with right. you know twenty other bands instead of two. Yeah. So when you look at the numbers, like that's not going to sell out <clears throat> a huge stadium. You're gonna you're gonna it's going to be a large ballroom or a large theater. And you're right. gonna pack them in like sardines. So this kind of <clears throat> brings the brings the conversation sort of full circle, in my yeah. opinion. <clears throat> so bands like Five Finger Death Punch become necessary. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Um, to some to some degree. Now there are bands who do that exact thing better. Like Five Figure Death Punch is well known. They're they're doing the thing, but they also have that stank of being like the radio band that everyone loves and is not good either. <laughs> I mean, it's just I mean that's right, my opinion. Right, right. I don't think they're good. <clears throat> Most of the people I hang out with, probably all but like one, maybe none of us like them across the board. Right. Now, I have friends who may not like Avenged Sevenfold, but they respect Avenged Sevenfold for like these guys are really good musicians. I don't like what they do, but it's really good. They're really good at it. Like right. so there are bands that do that better. You could throw Avenged Sevenfold on there and it'd be even bigger. You yeah. could throw uh fuck. Actually, now that I say that, I think it's just Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> <laughs> but there but there are I, bands yeah. who do that better. Yeah, I and that's, you know, what I mean, that's yeah. I mean, it's kind of, you know. It's an it, it's like you said it's, it's a give and take. Like it's it's we need these bands that we don't necessarily care for that like hit the mass audience that young kids can get into and like older people can get into because it, it it brings it's it's that gateway drug. Mm-hmm. It's like you can Oh, you like this? You like this five finger death punch here? Check out Gojira. Tell me what you think. Right. Like right. You're, it's it's that way with everybody. When I when I was young, the the gateway band was you know was Metallica and and Megadeth and all those bands. And now it's kind of I don't want to say it's shifted because that back at at one point those were the radio bands. At one point, the hair bands and the thrash bands were what was 
the in thing. So now it's just kind of shifted to your five figure death punches and your 36 crazy fists and your avenge seven folds and your three doors downs and shit like that. that that's what you're, that's what gets people in the door right. now. Right. I think, uh, I don't know, but I think I, I just, I, my, my hope, my hope is this. My hope is this. I like the idea of the single location festivals. Me too. I do because I think they, I mean, it's probably good for the area that it's in. Yeah. You know, it yeah. brings a lot of money to the area, that sort of thing. Um, but at the same time, the, the American touring environment for big bands mm-hmm. is not, it's not great. It's not profitable. Yeah. It's not it's, great. It's, or it's hard to be profitable. Yeah. That's why we have a lot of bands that spend so much time in Europe because it's just infinitely easier to tour yeah. in Europe. And that's, that's what bothers me. My hope, my, my singular hope is that, is this, that the touring environment of the United States can, can change in a way that allows a band like Battlecross. Yeah. Or your, your, your middle t- middle tier bands that middle struggle. middle yeah. to lower tier bands to be able to to make a better run with it because we it, it we are now getting to the point where how much longer can Slayer be Slayer realistically you know what I mean, I mean what they're in their late fifties early sixties probably they're m- probably early fifties early, early 50s? to mid fifties okay. you know how much realistically how much longer can Slayer years do it at the most yeah that's and that's yeah. what I'm saying.